0: Okay, so comedy's best kept secret tour. I don't know the eventuality of this, this is a new episode or not. So we'll rock back into a bit, with, but with the with the setup that this is uh, the comedy's best kept secret tour with Dan and Adam uh, on our way to Lexington. We're just outside of uh, between Harrisburg, Harrisburg, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. We just stopped. We stopped for our first stop because uh, I didn't because um, I'm dominating. Get cast before we started. So. Uh, we were talking about prisons and whatnot, but then you were talking about your kids and how you might view prison differently because you have kids. Yeah, well, the last thing... So let's approach that. The last thing I said was, uh, you were talking about whether or not you think, uh, it's cool to say, well, I want your kid to go to prison, but I don't want my kid to go to prison. And I was kind of saying, you know, that's a different situation. No, I was, yeah, I was saying that, that if you believe in prisons, then you should believe in imprisoning your own child. Right. Uh, some, think, on some level, and yeah, no, I would agree with that. I mean, I think uh, there is otherwise, some you're a hypocrite. No, I think, but I, but I think maybe we're all hypocrites too. Well, we're certainly all hypocrites. I mean, we all want that's you know survival of the, the fittest is definitely a hypocrite. right. And right, and then civilization dark. made us made us shitty. Yeah. So if we were just in a cave and all we had to do was eat for the th- for that day, I think we're better people. And then and it and it teaches us in that situation to be better, faster, stronger. Because if we don't get food that day, you are dead. I don't know that we're necessarily better people. We're smarter. I mean, yeah, I mean, but then... Or we think we're smarter. And what's the cause? It's the cause of society. That is the cause of the societal constructs. uh, What am I trying to say? It's the whole thing that we do, we we behave like this, because that's what society tells us to behave. Or we behave like this. We built a society like this, because this is what our morality tells us to be. It's a different... What's the protein? You know, you don't really know. I mean, you, I think knows. I think. I think globally and historically, no society actually works. And we don't have enough information on this one because we think we figured it out, but I don't think we did. How could we figure it out if we're running out of water? We're just close closer. We've also killed a bunch of things. We've made it so that things that were on this planet no longer exist. Now. Nature does that too, but we're not nature. We're us, and we did that. Yeah, but you know what's interesting? Have I mean, you heard about the signal the woolly mammoth? Scientists are this close to bringing the woolly mammoth back. But for what? Uh, I... So that's my problem sometimes. We had nothing to do with the woolly mammoth guy. Yeah, you're right. So why should he come back? Uh, why would we? Why would we? Who are these scientists? Are these scientists um scientists. trying to make money? Because then that's all we're talking about. They're maybe, f- maybe. making them better in society so that they can be rich and never go to prison. I don't know, I mean, I don't know. wouldn't you want to bring the wooly mammoth back? If Hell no! What's the consequence of bringing a wooly mammoth back? What's the positive consequence of bringing a wooly mammoth back? Hey look, there is a wooly mammoth. Happy Give Christmas. me $20. You <laughs> just looked at my wooly mammoth. Right. What's the negative consequence of bringing a wooly mammoth back? You are more likely to get harpooned in the I chest remember. with a wooly right. mammoth dust. Look out for that wooly mammoth. <laughs> that's a negative consequence. Right. Like you got you got to mitigate all your risk in life, right? Oh, so like, all we're doing is making sure that some six-year-old in Peoria in the Peoria Zoo is gonna get shot, He's gonna get shot, or the is gonna fall into a wooly mammoth enclosure, <laughs> and then we're gonna kill off all of the wooly mammoths. Again. Right, right. Because we always care about his human life, and that's and that's fucked up. So maybe we're the perils here, maybe we're the pure evil. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean we certainly there's a lot of people out there trying to. Do purpose of doing good is, do you do good to make yourself feel better, or do you do that, good? Well, then that's why that's why I'm, that's it it's tough, because, yeah, why do we do good? We do good, we do good so that people will not do bad upon us. Well, there's, uh, there's this thing in, in the Jewish tradition called tzedakah. What? Huh? It's basically charity, Will you fill the numbers out in the chart. <laughs> I what you're saying. Tzedakah. <laughs> Because she wishes it has to be about math. <laughs> right? No, I thought that'd be for Asian. Yeah. Oh, I can't get T Z E D E K A H. Obviously. Says, uh, obviously. Like zadig. Zadig. Or tzitzis. It says that there's like levels of charity. Okay. And like the best level of charity is you give somebody to something. So you give something to somebody that you don't know. They don't know you've given it to them. And you don't feel better about yourself because. of it. Okay, and I believe that. that's like the uh, the highest form of charity. And so, and, and but, so the what's, what's, what's the point side. of the scale? To get and in then, to so get into Jewish other, heaven? And then, well, uh, that's i I'm, there's not really Jewish heaven. That's fine. What's really, the point of the scale? Well, the point of the scale is to live a holy life. I mean, the idea of being the idea of of of, of Judaism is like you want to live a righteous life. You want to be, you want to be, you basically want to be somebody that God is proud of. But why? Because that's the meaning of life. That's what the purpose is. Yeah, yeah, okay, is. Good, but go back. Why? Why do we need I, that to I be? don't know what the answer. Because we need it to make sense. Because if it's all chaos, then it's all chaos. And sure. then there are no laws. Sure, sure. So in the, so that's why, so that's, what's back to the same thing. We invented God. We invented prisons. We invented both of these things to make it so that people don't do crazy things. Meanwhile, people globally aren't really doing crazy things. Historically, most people are not leaders right, right, right. But people are, but people aren't. As soon as you give someone power, they that they, it ruins their their point of view, and they want everything. If you take a cross section of the middle class of any society, most of those people are not doing crazy things, right? Not necessarily anything. And you can argue that, like, because this was interesting. I, I I tried to have this conversation with somebody, and they were talking about people killing each other, uh, for for drugs in the in the in. in you know, in in uh, improper situations, and I was like, that's a constant. Like, we made that too because we made drugs matter and money matter. In pure chaos, you just get drugs, nobody's killing anybody. Right? You just get drugs. You just get what you get. Whatever drugs you need. Yeah, but then again, then you've got the uh, then you got the argument about whether or not society should be in charge of controlling what I do to myself. Right? Like, if I want, what does the government care if I'm going to do so much heroin that I kill myself? The government shouldn't care about. It. Well, I don't, I don't think the government comes into play in that because, again, that, that comes down to, to nature. If you do too much heroin, you will die. Right. And so if we didn't invent medicine, you will die faster. Right. If we didn't invent medicine, we actually never invented heroin. So there right. would be no heroin. If there would be leaves. There. there would be pure natural highs, which arguably are not going to kill I you. I don't know about that. I mean, there are some drugs that, like, you know, the, the South American Indians used to chew tobacco and get a high off of. Them. I'm saying, art like I'm saying, the drugs are way less, like going to kill you, in yes. the environment yes. where yes. we're not creating yeah. them yeah. for other reasons. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like we don't, if you hadn't, if you hadn't souped up, take away money, take away all those things, take capitalism. Like you just, it's just about feeling good. It's it's as pure as it gets. Native Americans peyote in the desert, right. Um, and and maybe Native Americans were the, were the most good for this planet. Right, and that's why they got killed off. And then society came and killed them. Yeah, because they were the most righteous people. Um, Not society, but yeah, uh, uh, civilization. Civilization. Yeah. Came and killed them. Um, So that's an issue. But yeah, so uh, I don't know the point that I never got to with the woolly mammoth thing was... uh, yeah, Yeah, I don't know what the... What's What's the the point? I don't know what. What's the the virtue of bringing back a woolly mammoth? And why should I feel good about that? I think it's cool. I mean, is it? What's? Well, I mean, it's sort of. It speaks to the reason I brought it up is because of the the argument about whether or not we're going to run out of water. I mean, I would think that if they're going to figure out how to bring a woolly mammoth back, somebody's going to take. Here's the only reason. This is the problem. The only reason someone will figure out how to create water. Is because they will make so much money. What was the? What's the movie? There's a movie where the guy uh, is selling the air back to the people, and he's just a he, and he's just a billionaire. It's like a it's a um, spaceballs. Maybe, but no. There's there's like a there's like a Disney movie now. Selling air back to people. Yeah. Um, or maybe, is it some version of the Lorax? I don't the newer know newer Lorax. I don't know. Um... But yeah, we'll, I mean, we're going to get to these places. We're going to get to these horrible... But we're not, you know... Did you start the microphone? Yeah. Okay. That's what I, you clap for. I just... It I, It was in a different position before. So yeah, I just it I was, people were driving and moved. There was something... There was some other point I didn't even get to. Okay, but so back to kids, back to things, whatever. Back to whether or not you think it's cool to murder, whatever. Uh, based on your children. Yeah, I mean... You know, there's a part where you... It, 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 am I more interested in protecting society, or am I more interested in pro- protecting right. my child? And I think most people, most people, would say I'm more interested in protecting. They my would child. give up their life. They would change everything. They would. They would risk going to prison to protect their child. This right. happens child. all the time. Yeah, it happens all, all the time. time. And yeah, I think that that. So in pure nature, those instincts, those instincts make sense, right? Yeah. Was... I think we invented all of the things that we that we're putting ourselves through. Sure, I think in pure nature, I think that you know it's like you get the, the way the things that play out are the things that the, are, are 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 if you want to call it God, God's laws. Um, like in pure nature, is there really like I'm a, I'm having a very hard time, and this is a weird place to swing from here, but I'm having a very hard time to understand the permanence of monogamy. And I don't say that meaning that I just want to fuck every person right. Right. I meet, but. But to assume that there's one person that's good for me today, and they're also going to be good for me in ten years, how, knowing how much I've changed in ten years. I just turned thirty-four. The guy I was at twenty-four is not good for the for the girl. For, for well, I mean, there's a, there are different levels of monogamy. I mean, okay, God, but so, but well, I change. think I'm using monogamy as one person forever. Forever. Having, and again, I have nothing to do with fucking or whatever, but just, why should I assume that one that, that one person will be good for me forever? And what kind of person am I that that I should, uh, that I haven't changed, that that person would still be good for me? Or how, Or if I did change, how are they still good for me? Or if they changed, how, did we change in the same line? How many compromises? Yeah, yeah I understand a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... Is a hard and remove religion, remove uh, tradition, remove right, family right, right. values. Right. What is the thing that's going to keep people together? I think happiness. And I believe in marriage. I believe in all these things. But you know, what is what is what is happiness really? Wow. And 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 giving somebody part of us isn't. I mean, aren't we in a in a in a, in a place in 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 2017 where we've removed. We've removed the values of, of like the gender values, yeah, and the necessity. Like I I understand that like in a cave, and I'm and you know and I'm a, I'm a smaller creature, so I need to find a bigger creature. So you know th- that's where ideas of masculinity come from. Find the biggest, meanest, right. cave motherfucker with a one eyebrow across his head. That if a, if a if a, a saber tooth tiger's coming out you, could fucking smack him on the head yeah. with a thing. And that's how I find the rest. And then I'll and then I'll bring value another way. And I'll do those things. And I so I understand. Monogamy, working with that, and it's two people, and that's the thing, and they both... But in today's society, where, in theory, everybody can be completely independent, and, you know... I'm, I can do all the things. Right. I can raise a kid by myself. I can have a job by myself. I can do the things. And and, and especially now, and this is, you know, and I don't want to take anything away from women, but now that, we're in, that we're, in the, we're in the intersect where, you know, everything needs to be equality, and this, and it's like, in, in general, women can do everything men can do. Great. Beyoncé, I love you. You know, put a ring on it, all that shit. I'm with you. But that woman is more likely, and I've met these women, are more likely to, to say, I don't need a man to raise a child. I don't need a man to do right. the things that I need to do. And that's not yeah. how they want to set the relationship, which, I, which I'm, I'm, again, I'm totally for. Yeah, but there's something to be said for, you know, um, there's something to be said for the security of knowing that you've got somebody to be with, you've got somebody to, to commiserate with, you've got somebody to enjoy things with, you've got somebody to, 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 uh, to, to go through things with there, there's something to be said for the, the companionship that comes with that sort of level of monogamy for the rest of my life. But we made that up, You made that very personal. We but we made that up. Didn't we? I get I mean I guess we did, but I don't know. Why we, is it better to be with somebody else and and it's like no, I, it's an emotional reaction. I mean, when I get yeah, but, all, but I think but I think we made it up. I think I think I think we I think we we lived in this world where where we think that there is one person that's supposed to so like i think or, that i think that as people we generally i mean innately and you could make the argument that this is part of the way that society um brings people up and and raises them but i think that as people where there is there's a need not not to feel alone not to feel like well i'm going through this myself or right. i don't have anyone to share this with right <clears throat> i mean i want Make me laugh. Festival. First thing I did was call my wife. because right. I wanted to enjoy that with somebody else. Right. It's a great Jerry Maguire moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, did, but didn't we? But didn't we make that up though? Like what? Like why? Like what is love? I don't know about that. What I really is love? Don't know. Okay. What is? Are you in love? Mm. So what is love? I don't know, maybe Don't hurt me. <laughs> so funny how that it might do. Uh, a lot more similar than I thought we were. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the longer the more I talk, the more dissimilar I think we you think are. No, 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 no I, I didn't think you were gonna say that. That's all. <laughs> no, we've been we've been at the same place in our minds a couple different a couple different oh, times, right. which I didn't. The difference is is that I'm the one who says it, and you're the one who's like, No, nah, I'm not gonna say that. That's not that's not that's not worth my time to say that. I just spit it all out. No, because I don't think because I don't think my crazy thoughts sometimes are reality based, right. and so there's sometimes they're non sequiturs that like. Um, historically, make people creep people out. Of me. Hey, yeah, well, it's good to know because I wish you know what you're probably better off being like. Don't ever say anything like that again because then I would stop saying all that stuff. No, I don't want you and to. Now it's just gonna keep coming out. Well, no, because I can figure out how your brain works. It's yeah. like all these things that are grabbing. All these things. Yeah, I mean that's that's the way. I, that's kind of the way. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be like I, I used to have problems like arguing. I don't like arguing anyway, but I'd argue, argue with my girlfriend who when, and I was with a girl who needed to argue something <laughs> was in her. Uh, in her life and that's how she solved problems and so alright, I'll be in the arguments. But she'd be in the arguments I said, well, I just wanna not I just want to be out of the argument as soon as possible. See. And she would say something in the argument, I'd she sound grammatically incorrect and I'd like to me that's funny, so I, then it's in my head, it's like and then I split those things out and then oh you're not taking this argument seriously. Right. I don't want to take the argument seriously, I don't wanna be in the argument. So uh, what, what's the fastest way we can get out of this? Can I can I spread your your eyebrows flat and then all the anger goes away or what do I need to do here? To get out of this argument, yeah. yeah, I, uh yeah, it's front Like, it's I can be, degree. I'll be wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. But it's like, you know. But yeah. then at the same time, I gotta, I still have to, if somebody says something that I don't think that they have convictions behind it, it would be like, but, but, real, but do you? Like, yeah. you know? And well, then that I'm annoys really, people. I'm not really, uh, the, the thing is, is like, I'm not really the type of person that's really interested in the standing behind well, my convictions I mean you know yeah. what you want it's not going to make if I feel something if I believe something I don't care whether or not you believe it right well, I, and, I, and I think that's a trait of a comedian and I, and I think as comedians I think, I think we're very good we can also argue both sides very effectively I just I you know like I don't need you to agree with me I mean you no, know it's great it's a great time to, to discuss all this stuff uh, I think in general um, you know if you need somebody to, 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 to uh, that, that validate your thinking then yeah. you probably don't validate it yourself sure sure that's fair okay so why are you in love what is love uh love is i know it's it, you know i i, I let me l- let me talk about it like this let me let me i'll go back a little bit you know i when i was growing up i never thought i always thought like because you know you're saying my mind works weird i always thought oh well i'm not, I'm not the type of person that's gonna you know Get married. I never thought that. Not because I didn't want to, but because I didn't think someone was going to be, a uh, built someone's going to understand me and want to be, uh, and, and and have the same mindset as me. And so then when I met somebody. So how? So then just on that, and then before, don't lose your train because it's okay. just a sidebar. So how long have you been aware that you're? I'll just just blank a weirdo. Uh, my entire life. Oh yeah. My whole life. Really? I Almost just like to, I just figured it out. As far as like, as far not about as, you, but about me. I mean, I was marginalized my whole life. I like I thought at point like I was shy and stuff, but like uh, there was points where I thought I'm supposed to be in society like the way people, and then it took a long time to no. realize. So knowing at a young age like you, that's that's an advantage. Yeah, I, I guess I would agree with that, except for the fact that, um, except for the fact that part of my uh, I guess coming of age and. Is is that I thought that that wasn't the way I was supposed to be, and I tried to force myself right. to not. Yeah, we, be At some weird. point, we would go that route. Okay, but so then, so then you have more pressure to, or or maybe you're more um, apt to jump into a thing, because like everybody else basically thinks that they literally are deserving, whether they believe in fate or God or any of these things. They think they are deserving to have a person that will cherish them. All right, all right. Okay, so. You didn't think that you were deserving of that because you didn't think everybody was gonna. I wouldn't say necessarily deserving. Well, you I, didn't think you thought it was low probability. A low probability that you would find a person. So then, because there's a difference between saying I'm not good enough. So then I could argue that that you, in finding that, yes. even even on a micro level, right, will gravitate towards the the emotion of that because because now it's it's unlike it's not something if I I think that I'm supposed that there's somebody that's my mirror image out there and that I'm supposed to find them then if I'm with a girl and like she has webbed feet I'm like that's obviously not her and I can convince myself that there's another non-webbed foot bitch out there that I should be with and people are doing this now like it's not good enough like nothing's good enough nothing's ever good enough and we know because of Tinder that there are hundreds of other people that are out there thousands right that might be right for us so we should keep searching are you gonna be are you are you like out of your mind there's giant signs that have arrows on them <laughs> clearly I'm merging maybe the guy just I gave him the opportunity to move up I was going slow give the opportunity to move up just nothing but maybe and then he hit the horn by accident no All right. really how many times you hit the horn by accident when driving straight on a highway <laughs> Does that no, happen do a lot? a lot of crazy stuff when I'm driving. <laughs> okay. He didn't hit the noise Okay, so... I don't... Why is that love? Oh, that's... Uh... Mm, uh... Love... Well, love is... You know... This is hokey, right? Love is... Is wanting... Another person... To... Uh... Is... 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 is, is caring more for another person. Or caring as much for another person as you care for yourself. Um... Yes, but for love to work, that person also needs to do that to you. Right, exactly. Love is the most selfish thing that we do. Okay. Because people leave people often if they don't feel like they're getting what they're giving. Sure, sure. So it, it, it puts it in the terms that are very, um, it puts everything in selfish terms. What are you doing you. for me? You don't love me as much as I love you. You're not putting as much into this as I am. You clearly don't love me. Right. The things we say to people. Right. Do right. you still love me? Right. Are you in love with me? Right. right, right, right. What is love? How many people have you been in love with? Right. These are the things right. we ask each other. And then what's the difference between you loving your wife and you loving your children? Oh, that's a different, different entirely. Right. It's a, being in love with somebody and loving them is different. Right. because I, well, I, I think loving your children is nature. Right. And I think love finding a, a finding a perfect partner is a is a construct. A society. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean well that's you know, then there's but then again you've got animals that pair off for life. You know, penguins do that. I mean I think that's what penguins do, is that they, they pair off for life. So is con- I mean I guess it's a construct of this. But are they society. in love? think penguins are in love? I don't know. That's think penguin I think I think that I think that is a survival instinct. Divide and conquer. There are roles, you do this, this, and this, and I'll do this. And I and like they say that penguins made for life, but there are instances in, in penguin world where uh, like one of the penguins gets sick. Like one of the penguins is gonna get sick, one of the penguins is not gonna hold up its end. it dies. Like that penguin, that other penguin doesn't fucking just uh, wait around and die. Uh, yeah, no, They finds another penguin and then mates for life. And so it's not life. Like that's a. And again, I think that's a thing that we do to tell ourselves that this is okay in nature. I don't think it is. I think, you know, I think... Well, monogamy and being in love with somebody are not necessarily the same thing. That's true. I mean, you can be in an open relationship with somebody and have real love for them and yet still want to... I don't know the practice where I've I have not seen in practice where an open relationship actually works. I think open relationships are um, are I think every relationship has has the has the level of selfishness and, the, and there are, and there are the give and take in there because there are there are functional relationships where the guy makes millions of dollars does whatever he wants as long as he brings the money home to his partner and he gets to because of money for some reason we've made it societally acceptable that he's a philanderer. And he can have multiple women and side women and all these things, you know. And that's that's a that's a real life model that some people live. Hollywood things like this. Yeah. As long as there's money, and you don't ask me if I'm doing the same thing, know. it's fine. So it's like you know what is what is monogamy? What are open relationships like? It's it's somebody taking advantage of something, it's, and it's getting in their head as much as they're giving. I mean, I think it's possible. I mean, human speaking more from. So no, I'm from no, experience no, I don't that. mean it like that. What I mean is people that you've seen. I don't mean your own personal yeah. experience with that kind of relationship. Yeah. I mean from what you've seen. I mean, I I'm, yeah, I'm trying to locate an open relationship that makes sense to me. There, there are people in Hollywood that do this thing where they swing because maybe one of the two has, has, a, has a higher. Um, hollywood you know hierarchy or or value and so like they they basically become the the alpha of the relationship and so then you know they find a common ground like okay well so now all of a sudden the girl is into girls and they fuck girls together so that mitigates the risk of 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 the woman that he's married to losing her her you know her partner or meal meal ticket or Lifestyle or whatever, but I think these are made up things. And I think as soon as we start removing some of our own ability to fish and do the thing and cook and do the things on our own, we take away the independence of it. Then, then that's the you know if you can do all those things, you don't. Why do you need another person? I don't know if there is something to be said about that. That, um, that, that it's I think it's it's a fear of, of being alone. There. Okay. Right. So we're so we're trying to mitigate a fear. I, I don't know. Maybe. fear. There is value. There is certainly um, no. I think you're right. It's a fear. Uh, yeah, but I, fear makes it seem negative, and that's it, it, fear, it negative. Fear. It, it is negative. It is negative. You worry. Sounds like love is a, is a negative reaction to someone I mean I, And I and no. I, I I just think you're trying to take the stink off it, but I think but I think you're getting to a point that that, that you might that that, that might be that might be universally true or or or, or naturally true. Um, I don't necessarily. I mean, I think that the converse of it is the. Why shouldn't you be okay by yourself? Great, it's fun to be around other people, but if you can't be alone with yourself, have you really accomplished any of the things that a creator wanted you to accomplish? This Because isn't the goal to be, especially now when we go, no, hey, you get to do whatever you want, whatever decision you have in your heart, that's right. So if that's the case, then why shouldn't you be able to just go be by yourself? and accomplish things by yourself. Okay, so like in nature, the only like solitude in nature is you go off by yourself so that the village doesn't have, doesn't have to watch you die. So I think in nature, solitude equals death. So we've made up a reason that it makes sense because we'll probably die. If we don't have a partner, we'll probably die. So we need a person to do other things for us because we're at least admitting that, 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 that uh humanity and, and being a human is, is fallible. I know infallible is a word. Is fallible a word? Oh, awesome. So, when you, when, you, when, you, when you like added the question mark, end of the foul I didn't realize you were asking for the like, If it's the word, yeah, really the word is so. the word. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I'm confident about the word until it comes out of my mouth. Uh, so, I think it's just a byproduct of needing to make sense of I will die if I go off by myself. And now, arguably, you can go off by yourself and not die. Yeah. But you still might die. I don't know. I mean, I think that there's a lot of people, you know, it sounds like you. It sounds like from this thing you think you're accustomed to a fairly solitary life. I'm not I'm not but I am. I right? like like I've been in relationships and that's the problem is people are automatically want to spin it, especially if I like if I ever got into this, this kind of conversation on a date, girls wanna spin in it a lot, he's afraid of commitment and all these other and that's not I mean, that's not where I'm at. I love being committed, I love being in a relationship, those are great things. Right. I suppose if you want But I'm looking at my life, man. You know, I've been in three-year relationship, I've been in I've been 18-month relationships, and my life has changed a lot in 10 years. I picked a career that takes forever, right. that a lot of people don't understand, right. and that you have to have a lot of self-reliance to even yeah. go up every night and fail. And failing is success in this industry, because every time you fail, you learn something. Right. If you don't exactly. learn something, you, you know, you're you not gonna make it. And if you don't and, learn... And, 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 and as a rule, stand-up comedy, as a rule, stand-up comedy is, fair, is, is a, is a long-term business. Write your jokes. You yeah. tell your jokes. Yeah. You take your jokes. Yes, maybe yeah. I've got. Maybe I'm, you know, a huge. Maybe maybe some uh, uh, a big comic has. A You'll get to the place that. where you have writers. Whatever. Right. whatever. Maybe, that's all the problem. But right? you're a twin act. But I you never that. get there. You never yeah. get there alone. Now you, you, mean, you get there alone. Stand comedy is as a, a very solitary. Yes. Title, yes. Yes. Well, and then also like if you don't if you don't if you don't acknowledge failure every night, then that's a success in your brain. Right. And so I, I, it still loops that failure is the key to success in common so my so in my relationships like I, again I, I look back at all my relationships and i and there's nobody like i didn't discard anybody from my life and that, that's an aggressive word but like obviously like i've been broken up with i've broken up with people nobody's been discarded from my life uh that should still be in my life that, that would still be good for me today i can say with, with assurance that i did that i haven't broken up with the woman who was supposed to be my wife with okay. full confidence so if that's the case and I'm not dated the same type of woman. You know, Percentage-wise, I have, but not historically completely. Right. You know, I've I've been with with, well, um, with women that are passive about uh, communication and, and, and very relaxed, but women that are that are obsessive and jealous. And maybe I understand that as love more than I understand someone who's passive and, and, and gives me space. But um, so I've been through all the things, and I'm still stuck in this spot where it's like. My high school girlfriend wouldn't be good for me today because our past would have gone so so far out of whack and I've changed so much as a person. Yeah. So 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 what's the permanence of monogamy? Unless you add, okay. I, I again I don't necessarily think that monogamy it needs to be the same as committing to something from this life. I mean you could be in a monogamous relationship. You got married. So how do you feel that way? I didn't say that, that it, they're not connected and I didn't say that it's not the way that I feel about it. But you could be in a monogamous relationship for a year because that's the right person. That's the person you want to wake up to every morning yeah. while you're in that state of your life. Yeah. And then suddenly something else happened. But yeah, you don't know. Maybe you get, maybe... You and I'm not saying that, I, that, that, I, that I'm looking at these at these crossroads in life, but I'm saying that looking back at, at, at my life and looking at other people's lives and other relationships I've seen, people are good for people for a short period of time. Sure. But and maybe that's the model of the that world. that's not necessarily the same. That doesn't mean... That's, I don't think... That, again, you're saying, specifically related to monogamy, that's for, for the rest of your life, and I don't think it necessarily has to... I'm not saying that that's except. I... Well, Cause that's the word. That's hard. The commitment, monogamy. All these words. They're all loaded words that the go. Through. So in my head, yeah. The the, the the idea is what? Yeah. The longevity of monogamy. And generally, it means that. But what more? What what, what, what what word are you more comfortable? Commitment, marriage. What what word are you more yeah, comfortable I mean, with on this argument? Uh, you think yeah, I'm mar- you think I'm arguing against a different a different topic? Sure. I just think you're I just think you're you're assigning assigning conditions to monogamy. And And, and it's a basis um, I don't So know, monogamy okay. as a basis is don't fuck somebody else. Exactly. For any period of time. For any period of time. Okay. I mean, I think it would be hard to call a one-night stand where you're like, no, you can't fuck that up It would be hard to call that right. right on. So, so I believe in monogamy because I because that's the function of relationships that I that I that I think uh, warrants trust and honesty. But I don't uh, know if I understand. I don't know if I believe in. So what is it? Commitment. Well, never... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You've never been. In... You've never been in a place where where you can't. Because think... I've been monogamous. I've been committed. I've been all these things. I mean, you've never been in a place where you can't think of living a day of your life without this other person. No, I have. I've been there. But then it changed. But then it. But then two years later, I, I didn't. Or they didn't. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I can't I can't find the permanence. Well, I mean, what's permanence? You know, what I mean like marriage, marriage. Right? No, I can't. Definitely. Is permanence, especially uh, historically, we've removed all the value. We've removed all the reasons not. We've removed all the reasons to stay together. Now, God, tradition. I'm right. right. saying this before we hit the before we hit the traffic. God, tradition. Um, like people truly believe it's veil. Little, little huts. Oh, nice. People that's tr- no, not nice. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which you meant, sorry. People truly oh, you know, believe sorry. Uh well those, but those but we don't know, This veal might have killed people, right. so they deserve to be right. in their, in their yeah. little huts. Yeah. Um uh, maybe they were uh initially caged up in you know, a larger right. enclosure and, they, and, they and, they and then kills of the guys people. that like right. Know, right. they're they in them. solitary. They're in solitary and now exactly. we have to eat them as punishment for the cow right. So uh, why people, people thought that if you that if you got divorced, that you would go to hell. Right. People thought, and then their families thought that. So these traditions held up. I believe more in arranged marriages than I do in 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 like love-based marriages, because in an arranged marriage, you're committing to that process, and you go. There's no success or failure here. Uh, so once you take fate out of it, once you take, once you take love out of it, right, just, then you just got to make it work, man. Right, right, and just, we don't have that anymore. There's no reason that you got to make it work. We all know that you can raise a child by yourself. We all know that you can live an independent know, life. Know, you know understand. that you can get uh, divorced. You can get divorced. You can get divorced, but that doesn't mean that you necessarily really want to be somebody Nobody is. wants to be divorced, but you can get divorced. Meanwhile, before you couldn't get divorced... You would be, you would be, like, murdered. Or murdered. From your society. Um, And it, it is interesting because society and civilization, it's always been about... Like, some crimes have always been about other people's perceptions of you. And how it makes other people feel. Philandering, those things have always been about that. It's like, you can't do this... Uh, because the rest of the village can see you can't go fuck somebody else's wife because another person, two of votes can see that, and that's all it was ever about. Yeah, you can see that you're a bad person. Who's calling this Is this people? Nah, but are they? But are you hurting anybody? You know, I, I think there was a time when people were just uh, having sex with people in the village, and then the village would raise the children because nobody knew who the father was. i so, sick of them. Where that comes from. I don't think that's where Learning with Adam Gable. Learning with Adam I know a at, lot of Adam, stuff. The Adam Gable. I know a lot of stuff. Okay, I do know a lot okay of well stuff. so what, so what so you you were saying you don't think your wife would make it if you divorced her? That's I, don't know. <laughs> I did not say that. But no well, i was saying, I mean, who wants to be a look, I I I got to a point in my life. Yeah. I said, I don't ever want to spend a day of my life without this woman. Okay. And I I can respect that. I still feel that way as as I'm going away for a week and a half. No, and uh, I can respect that. And and if I'm ever at that place in my life, I, I will surely cherish and appreciate that. And I still believe in that. But then I look, it's like, did I fuck up? I'm 34. Did I fuck up? And then I go, no, honestly, I didn't fuck up anywhere. So if I didn't fuck up when I'm thirty four and I'm single, um, then there's then by extension maybe there's not somebody out there. because uh, God knows that I've been looking I, okay, I don't I don't believe in I have a hard time with this whole Mr. Destiny thing. sure. Like you know, like if, if something in the past changed then I wind up with I have a hard time with that. I mean it's just a funny. It's just fucking weird. 80s, 90s. <laughs> it is. It's <laughs> that, that you think that that's like how people like that. that, that, that that's like a model in people's heads. Well, I mean, like uh, um. Bro, well, there's how many movies are there? There's, like, there's 17 movies like that. I just used Mr. Destiny. Where they changed their husband? Well, you've got the one with uh, Nicolas Cage, where The Family know, Man. Yeah, the Family Man. I mean, how many movies are there where, you know, something changes, you go back in time and you realize... No, but I'm the point of those... Yeah, the, yeah, okay, right. The point of those movies is that it's always going to work out the same way, I don't, no I don't, matter what you do. I don't ascribe to the idea. Like, the, the, the way that I met my wife was incredibly um, serendipitous. I got See, but the fact that you believe in that... How can you say I don't believe in fate and then you can say one second that you believe in serendipity, which are the same uh, word? All right, well, then I'm using serendipity improperly. In, in, in what I mean to say is... It was um, a fluke. That's what I mean. It was a fluke. That's what all I'm of it not, is. We've convinced I, ourselves that these are like, that these are, that these are flukes that have a value beyond the, what the, well, their value is. I based. didn't say that. I, I, am correcting myself. I don't, isn't a fluke ser- an act which, of fate? By the way, which, by the way, serendipity, that's another one is It's a good movie. Um, uh, isn't a fluke an act of fate? No, I don't think so. What? Because I think a fluke is just like, this is the way things accidentally happen. And, but I mean, you're giving them value, which um, means. Then, then I'm all what I'm trying to say is that it could have very easily gone a different way and I don't know what the right word is to use. I think you're just not willing to admit that you believe in fate. I don't believe in Because if because true. if it could have gone another way, then there's a reason why it did. And that reason is was created. So. Somehow so. I really don't think so. I really think, I really think that there are things that just happen the way that they happen and I don't want to go want to keep talking about the, the festival that to me is a perfect example the way every all of the dots connected for the comedy, the comedy festival the comedy that you won that i won all the way all of the d- dots connected for that moment in my life could have very easily gone a completely different way. i mean look at the way that you picked the order you dropped the names on the table yeah and you, you go all right this is what That's it is very fair but it is extremely fair i happen to wind up exactly where i needed to be I win that you could have very easily somebody else could have coughed. You could have looked, and so then what do you call it that? It's just the way things are. Circumstance? Circumstance. That's a better way to explain it. Chaos? Uh, I don't think it's uh, anarchy. Chaos? Not Anarchy. Maybe chaos. Yeah. I don't. I don't And you I made mean. sense of the chaos. Uh, I don't know that I made sense of the chaos. I mean, you situation. won. You're in this car. Yeah. I, I won. I'm in, I'm in the car. I, I, Arguably, this isn't the right move for your career, but. <laughs> But this is something that you wanted. I disagree with that. I think, um, no, I mean, I didn't make sense of the chaos. You know, I went in there. I would have done the same thing. Ugh. are you going to speed up? I don't understand. Like, what, like you're so huge. What's going to happen? I have to get in. I don't understand. And this is like, this is the problem with human nature. It's is like, no, this is my road. You don't get to be in it. Like, no, humans don't care about other humans. I agree with you there. And so all you're doing when you when you when you get married is finding another human who you can theoretically be and then one day they come home and they like, you don't then they go, you don't you're not on my side anymore. And we have to get a divorce. Um, I suppose. I suppose the way that this goes down. But then again then you add the family unit to it and there's a thing about like there are used to be. No, I disagree. That you want to do right by the children, so yeah. you're gonna to stay together. No, and I but don't, now I don't necessarily mean it like that. I want to write right by the children. I don't want to lose the family unit that I have that brings me a lot of joy. It's not the same. Yeah. But you're going to lose it. It changes every day. I mean, eventually the kids are going to walk to school. Your kid gets, your kid gets older every day. Your relationship yeah. with your kid changes every Why day. Why end that earlier than it needs to end? Why not be in a position where every morning that I'm at home, I can wake up and see my kids eating. Well, there's a joy to that, but that's nature. That's that's nature's law. Nature's law says that you created something and now you care for it. That exists in nature. I don't know, man, I hate to, you know, to be on the, the podcast that has, you know, some comedy level and then just quote another comedian, but but Louis CK has that joke, right, when he was, like, dealing with his divorce and stuff and, and his kids and everything, and he's got the joke about how he understands love after, and maybe he's not into love, but he's, basically the idea is, you're, you're you're with your partner and you're trying to make something happen and you're working together and then you have a kid and you look at the kid and you're like, oh my God, I will do anything I can for you, and then you look at your partner and you're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> And I don't think he's wrong. I mean, you know, I don't... It's a completely, you know, it's a... a, Love, so how can we throw the word love around when we're we're talking about five drastically different things? The way that I love my parents, the way that I love uh, a stranger, the way that I love, you know, my children, or somebody else's children, or my dog. Right. Right. Those are all love. But it's like, but we protect. But everybody goes, oh, your dog. This is a, this is a big move. Like girls will come over that I'm dating, and my dog will cuddle with her. And they go, your dog loves me, and she loves you. It's like, n- like lo- love. doesn't exist in nature like that. Like like love, especially in like a like, Let's just let's just break it down to animals. It's if you get like my dog is obsessed with me because I give her everything right. she would ever need. Everything. I am her entire world, literally. Because without me, she does not. She does not eat. She does not uh, have have. Uh, uh, protection, shelter, that's it. I mean, that's it. You know, and then there's you know some level of camaraderie uh, that she, but she gives that back. You know, the parasite lets, lets, lets just a little bit go so that it doesn't, you know, kill the host because it has to live another day. And there's that old, uh, there's that joke about, I've never heard this joke about dogs and cats. different dogs and cats. No, it's A dog, a dog sees its owner and says... Wow, this person feeds me, cares for me, protects me, cleans up after my shit. They must be the greatest entity in the world. Right? A cat. A cat says, says I am exactly. A Cat yeah. says I must be the greatest, and that's why people don't feel like cats love them. Yeah, because of the way that yeah the way that they behave about it. Sure. And there's no right. And there's no appreciation or admiration. And a cat. And a cat. Perfect example. A cat is a creature that can survive by itself. Right. Yeah, in general, cats are a lot more self. Nature gave us dicks and vaginas. Still no God, right? Okay, sure. Then nature gave us dicks and vaginas, and they give us little tingles that says, "I gotta go find another person." So that that's all byproduct. So we mix love in we with sex, a sex. and, and love, I mean, yeah, can't. that's fine. You want to remove everything from everything, but then, but then, if you know, if we strip everything down to nothing, then you you can't justify being married. If you take love, sex, admiration, commitment, monogamy, you take all those things away, you can't get justified marriage. But there is something to be said for... Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that... I'm not saying that love is... That the way love exists now is not, a, it's not at least a partial societal construct. And I'm not saying that uh, I would have... You know, I don't know what would have happened had had society been like... And people told me my whole life, we don't need someone to, to, to pair off with. Right. I don't know. I don't know that I would have had that same, made that same decision, right. all right, I'm going to marry me. We watch movies every day in our childhood that, that tells us that we need to get married, every day, and that we're good enough. I mean, some of that is trying to give us value as people to make it. Because the the, the honest truth is, um, like, if you're not happy, uh, there's something you can do about it. Sure. On, on, on any level. Yes. Agree. And if you live a life where you can't find happiness, maybe you shouldn't be alive. No, I would disagree. Um. Uh, if you if you if you if you live a life where you're no longer seeking happiness, that's not a life. So take that away. Let, let's let's go to illness. You're, you're living in pure pain. Right? But what you have won't kill you for years. I think a lot of people believe in, in like, hospital assisted suicides. Yeah, for sure. So what's the difference? Uh, um, a solution to not being happy is killing yourself. And who are you? And it's like, especially now we're in this state where, where we literally say to people, Listen, if you... And this is such a slippery slope, we I'm gonna go there anyway. Like, cause we're, at the, we're in this position now where we go, listen, if you tell me that you're a man, but you think you should be a woman, I don't know your feelings, I don't know your emotions, I have to believe you, and I have to believe that, that is the right thing for you to do. Sure. And everybody should be able to do whatever they want. Exactly. So by extension, those same people should be able to kill themselves, because that is a, that is a solution. Not sure where the idea the that, problem I'm not sure that where the idea of suicide is a wrong thing. I don't know why that's still, that's still... You don't think suicide is wrong? I don't think suicide is wrong. But you don't think that people should be able to kill themselves? So no, I didn't say that. I do think people should be able to kill themselves. Oh, they were arguing they were arguing no, wrong. no, no. I believe... percent if you want to kill yourself, go ahead and kill yourself. Okay. I just said... What I said was... The... I would argue if somebody says, I can't find happiness, I'm going to kill myself. You would say you're not trying hard enough. I, I would say, I'm not trying hard enough. I would say, because you're talking to suicidal no, person, and you know what upset no, him even no, more. No, 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 but, no, I would say, well, are you done looking? Because if you're done looking, if you don't even want to get up and look and try anymore, then let's talk about you know what you're going to do about that. But if you still wake up every day going, Jesus Christ! I really want to do this thing, and I really want to. Yeah. And you're not succeeding, but you still want to do it. Then you have a reason, to be alive Yeah. Because no outcome is ever absolutely. There's no absolute unlikely. I mean, I think we've we've learned that in the last six months that there's no absolute unlikely. Prison. Yeah. The Patriots came back. Touchdown into to Human will Right Bigger, faster, stronger, smarter The will to survive and Kill or be killed Yeah oh, the nature instincts I think nature is Is a better indicator Of how we should live our lives Than Society Or civilization Probably, right? I think we'd be better off If we uh, figure out what, what is really needed and what we really need versus what well, people, people and what, what and need. And what we need to stuff into our holes right. to make us happy. Because we've made up so many things now that don't matter. I'm supposed to more stuff. Sad. It's tough too because you know it's like I, I feel like the reason why I'm living uh, this Jewish righteous life I'm not Jewish but uh, if I'm going to you know it's like I, I believe in some level of that it's like it's weird that like once, once the more you know about religion the more you realize well they're all trying to get to the same place right trying to get to enlightenment trying to get to happiness in, in what you're involved in and whatever it takes whether it means giving to people you know all those things that like have some give back and even and, and the, the problem that I have with charity is that it's it's actually very selfish Makes you feel good about yourself. The one where nobody knows that you gave it, and you know, that's the pure one. Well, not only that, you have to also. Not only doesn't the person know, but you know, um, I don't remember exactly how, but you don't get anything out of it. Right. You know, you're not. It's a sacrifice, and you're, you're not even feeling that good about yourself. Yeah. Right. So that's it's tough. So again, we're all trying to get to the enlightenment. So and this is, um, I feel like I've gotten there because I've figured out what characteristics of me make me happy, and they are basic comedy, basic being funny, basic being entertaining around people, um, and most... that's what I'm doing with my life. But if I look at it from like a human standpoint, like what a waste of time! Right. What a waste of time! Well, we, I think, as comedians, are incredibly selfish. I mean, you know, it's, there's something. We're selfish, but we also think we figured something out that other people don't have. How many people hate their jobs every day? We get to do a thing that we love. Every time somebody hands me a check for doing comedy, I look at it and I go, this is too much. Right. I would do this for free. In pure nature, I would be doing this. If I could do it, if I could survive without getting paid, I would do it. Not even that. Every amount of money is too much. Well let me ask you. Because I love this. There are jobs that I've had where I'm like, you better give me this much money. Well let me ask you this. Because this sucks. And that's how a lot of people feel about their life. Let me ask you this question you the money you for the happy. You not have the feedback. What if you were just doing your whole act? And let's take out of it like whatever sort of whatever sort of um, self doubt. The feedback's like, the whole thing. That's my point. So. The feedback is the whole thing. So that's, that's actually what I talked about in that article in, in Kentucky was doing the web series with Andrew Schultz that we did. Uh, it was a whole different creature because she her, she wanted to frame the question. What do you like better? And for everybody who is a pure comedian, it's stand up because it, you immediately know. If you are doing the thing, right. and the thing that you're looking for, you're getting it exactly. back, and back, and back, and we've convinced ourselves that we're doing a selfless thing, because we're making them happy, but that has got nothing to do with them, no, it's us, no. man. Of course, of course. everything we do is a selfish thing. Uh, making the children has is, is become a selfish thing. I want to make want to make a green-eyed me, that's one of my main motivations to have a job. I want to make a little me that I can hang out with. That's green eyes, My green eyes. I just think, I just think I, my life would be a lot easier if I had green eyes. <laughs> I just look at, I just look at people in Hollywood and they think they have green eyes <laughs> But put, put green eyes on me though. Sure. <laughs> Alright, so go out and get, kind of contacts. Nice. No, I don't, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna lie about having green eyes. I'm saying I wanna create a pure, me green eye. Again, it was this so, Cause 'cause are people aren't aggressively adopting people. People aren't trying to make another one of them. Right. That they, they will only care for it because it is them. I don't know, I mean... It's all about immortality. I know people who... I know, fam- I know, a family, specifically one family, yeah. where the oldest child is adopted. They they thought they had no chance of yeah. that happened. Then the oldest child is adopted, and but and you just but you also just you also just tarnished it. They adopted because they thought they couldn't have a kid. Now they have a kid, and uh, they I love see. and they love their real kid more than they love their adopted. It's <laughs> <kid>. not true. <laughs> is it absolutely? That is not true at all. <laughs> You're just saying that because because this, this might this might go on the internet. I'm not right? saying it at all. I'm saying it because. You can't know for a fact. You're right. I, don't know. I can't know for a fact. I don't even know that I believe in facts anymore. After having some of these in-depth conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, there are things that we know are true. I mean, in theory. Unless you unless you ascribe to the idea that... that when you that, break it down, when you break it down all the way, facts get very slippery. Yeah, well, I mean, is it a fact that I came to your house and hope I mean, this Yes. Those are not facts. Those are uh, things that happened. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Those are instances of. All yeah, right, I see what you're Those are um, events. Right. Those are history. Those are facts. I keep thinking that these are all golf courses. Golf courses. No, we're in basic forms. we're in basically like um, Pennsylvania Dutch country. I've been, I've been out here before. Yeah. So I love this part of the job. It's robust. great. I'll go this way um, if I can, like because like, we were supposed to go to Frederick. Right. Yesterday, yesterday. And this this would have been the, the way I went. I've been to uh, I've been to Altoona I've done shows in Okay. Very and cool. That's a great. It's a ride. Cool. Why well, you should have told me that? We could have tried to could have tried to grab an Altoona. Because we needed something. You know so for uh, real. The guy that I know. Um, it's on like Friday nights so and it's it have been. it's not. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'll, I'll be happy to hook you up with wouldn't sit well, we, we, in here. We could have done the Friday before. I suppose. But then history, some of the history effects facts that, that have happened that would not have happened. I, I, uh, I mean, Alright, let's... Um, let's you know, I, I, I do want to thank you. I appreciate you for being on this show. But I also appreciate that um, what happens a lot of times, and this is, this is why it's been very difficult for me to want to commit to... Running a podcast at all, and now, and now I'm on the verge of having two podcasts that I feel pretty good about. But what happens in, in general with comedians, and because they're entertainers, um, and we're dark people, right? And, and we do, we, we look at a lot of viewpoints, but sometimes we try to skew information to prove points, and you know, because it's like at the end of the day, you gotta be funny, that's important. So, what happens is when I turn the camera on, nine times out of ten, the person that I know I'm sitting next to becomes some blown up version of something else and you know it's like and and truth and honesty a little bit go out the window because you know you're looking for the joke and or and this is the thing that you know that I I really find hard to deal with in life it's like you know performers can live double lives you know it's like you know it's like there are things that I feel in my heart that if I was in Relationships with other people, any relationship I have, my life, friendship, roommate, parents, anything, uh, it would be hard for them to hear me say certain things that I feel. So a lot of times people try to, you know, we'll, uh, we'll try to censor those things down. And I just think that's a societal problem in general, is that we're just not honest with each other. Like I want a partner, if I do find a partner, do believe in a commitment, honest things. I want the person to basically know everything about me. If I have to, if I, if, if I have to suppress a part of my life. Like, my slutty years. You know, like, these things, I don't think it's pure. Yeah, I mean, when I do, I've been on, I was on another podcast, and I was, you know, How oh dare you? It was a while. It was before I knew you. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I was being sort of frank about my own experiences. And I listened to it, and I thought, oh, you know, this, this is great, I'm very happy with the way this came on. And then I listen to other podcasts from that person. And I'm thinking, well, they're all being a lot funnier. Is that, is that should I be funnier? Right. And, 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 I mean, yeah, my mind works in such a way that I make jokes. That's what I sure. am. But I think it's just who I am. Like, I think I make the same jokes per minute in a conversation with you, yeah. with the camera, that I would make with my wife. Right. The difference is that my wife is, is like, all right, enough. <laughs> the difference is, you know, I, um, uh, and it's and what's weird yeah. about it is that if you've ever anyone who's you've seen my act yeah. anyone who's yeah. seen my act there's it's a complete artifice everything is junk. right everything well is and it, cause it's because it's in a it's in a frame right and it's in a framework. now but that also goes to speak to my the purity of how I feel about comedy is I, I don't I don't have a ton of exaggeration in me I, and I try not to, to bring that to stage my mom and my sister are like that's what they do. That's where their funny comes from. They just go. They just, you know, you'll be having, you'll be listening, and then you'll be listening to a story that's about you, and you're like, who is this story about? Like, none of this happened. Right. But it's so funny because they'll take it to these crazy places, you know. Yeah. It becomes these what-if builds, you know. Well, I think that's appropriate on stage. I, I have an issue. You do. I have an issue. I don't. No, I know you don't. And I don't know that it's not it's appropriate, but for my own artistry, that's not where I want that the, the, the it's not pure to me to come from those places. But I don't have a problem with it. But that's the point is, everybody scopes in a different in a different perspective. I think it's understood. But I want honesty as much in the car with a person and in a relationship with a person as I do on stage with myself. With yourself. And everything is about myself, you know. I think, um, as far as purity in comedy goes, it's, it's, it's you know. Do you know who Matt Donner is? No. Well, no, no, he's, um, he's a really funny uh, uh, one-liner comic. Sure. Uh, he was, when I started, he was like, just getting out of the, like, I'm doing open mics once every two months when I've got new material, and I've got five minutes out of process. So, like, just getting out of that. So I had, like, a very brief interaction with him once. I saw him a couple times. And he, you know, and, 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 and I said, you know, I commented to him, you do, I, that's what I want to do. People are always telling me that you have to be true, you have to be, um, you have to tell the truth, you have to be, it has to be real. And, and he said to me, you don't have to be true, you just have to be truthful, right? Sure. And even if the thing that you're saying happened to you, yeah, didn't happen, whether it you. didn't happen to you or didn't happen at all. Yeah. If you're presenting your realistic perspective on it, and this is and this is a thing. So I so I went to school for advertising. This is a thing. So one of the, the keenest uh, person we had, and everybody in the class, you know, just knew she was going to be a success. Her name was Gretchen, and her ads were out of bounds. I mean, she would she would she would hit these things, and she would, and she was funny. I mean, she's great. It was before I even knew that I wanted to be a comedian or anything, and 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 I, and I loved this girl. she She's great. Um, and 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 her it was like little so her big perspective was it's all about little nuggets of universal truth. Exactly, I agree. I and agree. that's what you're looking for. I agree. It's and coffee. and that's what makes it true. Right. It's got some people on stage this the the funny is like literally like what happened this is what happened with me and my dad and this is what right. he said. And that doesn't necessarily well, yeah. I mean, I I have one joke. Uh, aside from the fact that I do have a wife and I do have two kids, yeah. and I am from Brooklyn and I am Jewish. Aside from those, like five sort of universal yeah. truths about my life. Those are not universal truths. Sorry, not universal uh, truths about my life yes. as a universal as a universal fact. Not universal <laughs> truths. <Not universal> truth. <laughs> Aside from those five truths about my life, yeah. most of everything else that I say is just made up. With the yeah. exception of there is one joke that I have. That but it they is speak the, to humanity. But they speak to humanity. And, and then yeah. even the joke that is uh, autobiographical. Right, exactly. Um, the reason why it works, and I don't know the joke, I don't know what you're talking about, but the yeah. reason why it works are still universal truth shared experiences. And that's what comedians are so good at, is picking that thing out of your brain that you didn't even know was a thing. Right, exactly. And then playing with it. And then, by the way, and now he's deconstructing it sometimes. Now that um now that you know that, I'm curious to see if you can figure out which, that's so much choke. Because it's it's one No, I mean it's so funny that you think I'm going to watch your set <laughs> at, at any point in this Well, you're selling me I like, <laughs> think don't you want I know, but I already but it's like all it's right. like once I decide somebody's funny, there's it's a, a long leash, all right? That's good. You're, you're this is going to make you going to this. Uh, there's a long leash after okay. I decide that somebody's funny okay. on 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 what they're allowed to do and it's not my job. It's not really my job to. Um, people are getting funnier every day. So if I decide that you're funny, or, or you know, it's like from that point on, you you got you got carte blanche to do pretty much whatever. All right. Well, until good. I, you know, until I see something crazy, and I gotta go. Hey, listen, isn't the job of a comedian to be funny Right. So you know, yeah. if we have that conversation, then you know like we're in a different place. I naturally, yeah. I assumed that there was a, that was going to be like that. No, I'm just kidding. I'll watch your stuff. It seems it sounds like it'll be pretty pretty um, easy to pick out. I don't know. Okay. Well, and then to, to speak to that as well, I think I think one of the jokes of comedians is not, and it's not about saying the truest truth truths of like what happened uh, sequentially in right. in, the, in the planet, because arguably those are not those don't matter. But there's a difference between. Wouldn't it be funnier if? You switch this one detail to another detail. Yes. There's a difference between, between that, and I think all comedians. But some of the funny also comes from how much you feel about that thing. Right. There are guys, you know, there are guys that uh that can be saying things that you wholly don't believe to be true, but you know they do, and they and they really do, and that's why it's funny, and that's why it's great, and that's why you listen because there's a passion to it. So wherever the passion comes from and you're speaking to something, like you, you obviously can't just be fraudulent and say things that hundred percent are true on stage. Like if they're if they're missing things like universal truths and shared experiences. Right. And exactly. how someone else yes, you can I go up like you arguably you go up and tell stories about other people and what they did and still find the linking factors right. and make that and make that be fun. No, I agree with you. I had a joke about um, I had a joke about uh jackets Okay. Uh, uh, and the premise of the joke was that um, straight jackets have Velcro on them, and how I, I thought that that was a little ridiculous because if I want to restrain a madman, I want a little bit more security than a third grader has on their shoes. Right. Right. And I would, and I thought it was funny, and it, yeah. and there was more to it about yeah. like deconstructing. Right. Uh, there was, yeah. There was, it was a whole, whole other part of yeah. it, and, and and it never really worked. And I said, "Somebody why 'Why it work?' And they go." They don't have the straight jackets. Don't have Velcro. I go. Yes, they do. And this person was like, No, they don't. So people don't know that. And, and, and whether or not, and not whether or not it's 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 an actual fact, it's not not known, a universal it's truth. It's not known right. by the audience, and that's right. why the joke didn't work. Right. And then that. And then that's my that's that's actually I, the way I try to describe comedy to outsiders sometimes. And I, I and I'll use a Louis C.K. Um, example is. Yeah. So as a comedian, like, I know that that power line is all in that. And then, who's the I know that power line, as a comedian, I know that power line is fun. Okay? But it's out of context. Okay. So now I have to create the context. Like, that's how most of the jokes come. Right. So, like, you know that it's funny that Velcro's on a thing. Okay. But you don't know how to make everybody else know that yeah. it's funny. And the reason why you don't know is because you haven't gone enough steps backwards so we got so we got to get so we have to get better because the 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 keener our, our comedic minds get the more uh, like like way further down the line shit gets funny and we need to back it up for for a normal user because they're they they do not have a they don't have a comedy brain so the, so i'll dude i'll just i burst into laughter 40 times a day yeah, yeah. 40 times a day at just situations but I can't just but if if you just repeat what happened to somebody they just go I don't I don't understand what you're, like well, I don't know why it's funny. So it's comedians our job is, is to build me. the structure to hold up the laugh. And yeah, so in that case, you know, if you can't convince the crowd that Velcro's in a straitjacket, you can never like there's there's no context where it's going to be funny. But the so the, I think I think one of the best examples I have and it's funny because we just kind of touched on some of this is um, Lucy Gay has a joke about how some laws are good. The law against murdering people is the only thing that stops people from murdering people. Uh, without that law, everybody would murder some people. Right. You know, murders would murder people. And then, you know, in, you know, in, so you, you wouldn't even trust a guy who didn't murder people. You'd be like, fuck that guy. I don't trust him. He's never murdered anybody. What a goody-two-shears. I'm going to fucking kill him. What's he doing to me that's not murder? What is? What he is he going to steal from me? Yeah, I well, who does he think he is? I mean, I mean, it was the, it was the, it was the, um, the cop uh, uh, paradigm back when Serpico was in there. He was a clean cop, and they were like, we have to kill him because we're all dirty, so he's the bad guy. Yeah. But, the, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a joke. So, uh, yeah, you wouldn't even trust a guy who didn't kill anybody because you're just out there killing people. No consequence, of killing people, just kill people. And then he says, it would mostly just be. Parents murdering their children, and then he stomps out a child on stage. You know, uh, you know, acts it out, uh, and you know, he's like, I told you, you can't have that. You know, and he's like, it would be a new problem. There'd just be dead. there be murdered children's bodies everywhere, and it would be the new problem would be that like you would have to come up with a way. Like there'd be rules of like if you murder your child in the mall, you have to dispose of your child's body in the murder child bins. <laughs> now he needs to, be you can't just walk on stage and be like. Don't you want to kill your kids? <laughs> but that's what he thinks is funny. So he's got to backtrack and get the crowd to admit that they would murder somebody. Because when he does that, you go, you know what, I would fucking kill Jillian from work. That bitch is horrible. If there was no consequence, I would absolutely kill her. Or most people are like, I would kill my wife, I would kill my mom, I would kill yeah. You know, because we kill the people we love for some reason. That's society. Or, well, I guess that's nature. Um, so you got un- so you got to understand that it's like... I don't know. Seinfeld said something in an interview somewhere where he was talking about jokes and like some some of your favorites forever, some are with you for just a period of time, some you chase forever and never catch. And there are those jokes that there's a thing in your head that you know is funny, and it's so funny to you. Yeah. And you're not wrong. You're you're very not. You're very not wrong. So I get very affected by traffic. Uh, that was that was a strange one. like he knew. No, it wasn't. Like he's just, he only cares about himself, right. so he just shoved his fucking vehicle because it's big enough. and He knows it'll work in there. So, so he I literally see. only cares about himself. So I suppose the moral of the story is I gotta figure out a way to convince the audience that there are there velcro uh-huh. Or you chase it forever and never get it. Or you have to find you have to find another. And that's the thing. That's why we use analysis. We use lists. Uh, one of my buddies is starting to get obsessed with George Carlin. If you listen to George Carlin, um, who we. Most of us think is one of the funniest movies all time. There are periods of time when he needs to build so much information that there's no chance he gets a laugh. Right. So what does he do to make to break it up? He he rhymes. Like fucking Dr. Seuss, he'll rhyme. He'll do nursery rhymey shit. Right. He'll do lists that are like bang, 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 and then have a have a musical pace so that we can digest information so that he can say the thing at the end. But he wasn't even you know, if you look at laugh for laugh, he's not even on a top ten list. Which is crazy. There's gotta be a way to present the information in a way that's entertaining even if it's not funny. If you so have, you have to, if you have to present you that much to present, information you have to, if you then then you have to keep them engaged throughout throughout the process or you gotta figure out how to get the last faster. Or again, sometimes you're gonna chase it, it's not gonna go anywhere. But you, maybe you have to rebottle it. Maybe it sucks. Maybe you have to flip it backwards. Right. Maybe you have to. Maybe you have to tell us first that there is Velcro on a child's shoe right. instead of tell us. I don't know. Why do we need? Why do we need that much security on a child's shoe? Are we, are we, yeah, something about like relating it to to a a a, a man But here's the thing: if you present information correctly to an audience, now they know that thing. Right. You know, you like you just you, all you have to do is like. So you're presenting it in a way that makes them have to understand that velcro's on there as opposed to being like, you know that velcro that 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 one of the main things holding people in a jacket is Velcro. Right. The same thing that's on a child's shoe. You know, like that's so it's like all those whatever, you know, it's like I'm not I'm not arguing the joke is funny or not funny, but it's like if you know it's funny in your in your comedy heart, right, uh, and you're not delusional about what's funny, yeah. then there could be a way to present it to well, well, I'm also the type of comedian where I go to a lot of weird places, and sometimes I just have to accept the fact that the audience is not willing to go to that weird place with me. You're going there too fast. It's not that right. you're going to weird places, it's that you're not taking the time to, to get, indulge that moment. Right, right, to get the audience together to follow right. Because, again, when I spoke to Andrew, who's going to be on the tour later on, about prisons and God and and nature's law, we ended up talking about the eleven dimensions and time travel. So, you know, that conversation's not gonna go there with most people, but that's in his brain, he wants to go. They want to go because he, he wants to be the he literally wants to be the first comedian to um travel through time. No, to perform on Mars. Like he wants to perform intergalactically and he doesn't care. Is that that's not is that intergalactically? Uh no, because it's not same galaxy. Yes. So um the are. Sure. You <laughs> would be the first one to performance base and then and then logically knows that the you know the place will be first is Mars. And he thinks it's in our lifetime. Uh, I've heard that. I mean, it could be, the- there's nine guys working on it. Right. And there's four that are pretty good at stuff. One of them though can't land a goddamn uh He can't land the fucking the plane. How'd you like to be that guy working on the Mars thing? Everybody else working on Mars knows that's no shot. Joey's here thinks he's getting to Mars with the rest of us. We're not going. We'll go to Mars, Joey, but you're not coming. Oh, uh, why why would he not come? Because he's the guy who's not very good at it. Okay. I guess I need to back up. Sure. Alright, that's a good analogy, right? An analogy. Uh but it but it, it put a lot of my understanding of how some of this stuff has to work cuz yeah you can't just, you can't just blurt stuff out sometimes and some and it's like and, and we have trouble with that it's like you know you just want to like you just want to yell the thing out like a crazy person <laughs> you do you just you just want to say it man but but I'm also I'm I'm also the type uh, I don't I pride myself not pride myself but I generally have a lot of short jokes so I I don't have as, as far as I can go. Well you know what's also true what's also true is that sometimes bottling it down to the to the purest moment is what the joke means too. Right, yeah. Me and Andrew have this joke about how because uh, he started in a lot of like I don't know I don't know what to call him anymore that doesn't sound racist hood rooms uh, uh, urban rooms yeah. black rooms you know uh, just that kind of environment and you know and 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 those are and those are little uh communities where people enjoy comedy on a different level you know uh ethnic people as a a large scale from a large scale are just they're just more fun than white people they really know how to have fun there's no uptightness there's no like they're not worried about stuff like because you know that's like they and they can and they can take the pure enjoyment so we just have this joke about how like these BET comics white or black or spanish or whatever just that environment causes you to get into a joke so fast like literally so the one that we always use as the example is (laughs) gas be damn near four dollars in the joke everything else to say after that is funny you're already in the joke women be trifling in the joke you're not doing this fucking, you know, when like your girlfriend. No, I don't know. I don't have that. You just go, men are garbage. Boom. In the joke. In the joke, yeah. That's why I want it. That's why I want to be like, there be Velcro on spray I'm in the joke. That's what I want. That's... But that's not the stripped down. That's not the most. Uh, that's not the most compelling piece. The most compelling piece of the Velcro thing is uh, comparison. Yeah. No, is is that Velcro is the most secure. Like Velcro, be man secure, son. <laughs> that's the that's the piece. <laughs> this is how secure it is. We put it on our children, uh, and we put a crazy person in a, in a jacket. Well, my my. That's true. You know, that's a, that's reversing the joke because my perspective on it was that it's not secure. But maybe there you go. Maybe it's why it's. It's so secure. Why? Do we- it is secure. It is the most secure because we don't want our dumb kids to have to trip on their shoelaces because they're too dumb to learn how to tie their fucking shoes. So we put Velcro on them because we don't want to have to think about their dumb ass. It's a, it's a different joke. My joke because in the second half of it, and I hate to like interrupt you. No, it's my your, my your your, your, your rant. <laughs> no, no, it was it was gonna get to a, it was gonna get to a hard place because I was because I was gonna get to the fact that we put handicapped people in velcro but i just called everybody in velcro dumb so it's like it was going to get to a really it was going to get to a rough spot the whole second half of it is about how it's not really a security measure uh, if anything it's more of an alarm system like if you oh, have velcro fun. you have velcro and this is where the whole thing went if you have velcro on your wallet it's not really protecting somebody from taking your wallet but it is as soon as they've taken it i know they've got it yeah because i can hear shit that dude just took my wallet yeah Swear until well, not till he opens so. it. What's that? Well, not till he opens so. it. Right. Well, but again, I, there was I didn't do the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want you to just tell jokes to me in this car, but um, <laughs> it's been a couple months since I did the joke. I don't remember exactly what this uh, So that yeah, that, that, that goes to your work I think. But um, the uh, that joke. <laughs> you don't <was laughs> have to have your own joke. Memorize. I, mean, I a, can do with the rest of my act. Right now. <laughs> It's that joke which <laughs> Let's I do like that. that. We only have seven I, more I, hours I, I, just I, do the, I, I Let's do that Let's tie. Let's find out actually how much time you have. Uh, uh, be a new, it'll be will be a new podcast. Oh, are we, we doing this now? It'll be a new podcast. Uh, uh, you you're just doing your jokes in the car, and the, and the podcast is called Adam Gable does his jokes, and then we <laughs> s- and then we sell it as a comedy special. Eleven minutes of comedy and three minutes of uh, head-on collision. I think eleven minutes is a little bit of an overstatement. <laughs> If you don't have 11 minutes, this is going to be a long fucking time uh-huh, uh-huh. um, So, yeah. Seriously, though, no, you got, got a joke. You got a joke that you were working on six months ago, no. and you put it away right off the spot. You can do the whole thing right now. Well, I'm not in a joke context, but on stage I can. Sure. Well, again, I'm talking right here. I'm talking now. No, because I go out of my way to, like, because, again, you're pretty... A joke is completely different than than reality, so so you have to present the joke in the manner in which... And then the problem is every, every, like, here's the thing, the thing that holds the joke together a lot of times is the vessel, Yeah. and what would be believable that I could do, that I could get myself in, and I'm the thing. This is what I did. There's that moment uh, where, um, what's his name, goes the guy who plays George. Uh, go, Jason Alexander goes to Larry David and he's like, uh, this is not something a person would do. Right. And Larry David goes, I don't know what you're talking about, what's happened to me, and it's exactly what I did. And then that's when and then that's when Jason Alexander really understood the character. It's was like, I just have to be Larry. And uh, and then okay. and I've and, and I've unlocked this thing. Um So the perspective is the whole thing. And so, you know, you're the one who's in charge of that and you're the one who gets to build the information. And so the point is, at minute 20, you're telling different jokes and you're telling at minute three exactly. because you gotta let these people, these people need to understand whether or not, whether or not you can get into that situation. I agree with 100% because I have, a, there's a lot of actually material that I'm, I, I know is good that I'm excited to do again Often, I, don't, I have a lot of material, but a lot of stuff I have to do at the end of my set. Yeah. All the time. Almost every, and I, I just, and, I, and I'd rather use somebody famous to say, you know, if this does get watched, but I, you know, I don't want to be a Louis C.K. whore, but, I, you know, just to, just to, just to, just to, you know, not flood the standard deviation too far, or that's not the word I want, the, 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 um, the, the percentage of, of, uh, yeah, I guess, a, of like error, right? Okay. Um, almost every one of Louis C.K.'s specials at minute 45, he's talking about murdering his family and leaving the country. Like right. that's generally where he right. goes, but he doesn't do that at minute two. He does right. that at minute 45 Right. because you need 40 minutes being like, obviously I'm not gonna kill my kids, guys, yes. before you go. Hey, I'm gonna kill my fucking kids. And I guess I guess the way that I guess the idea could be that maybe the joke the the straight jacket joke works the Velcro joke works exactly as written 15 minutes in but because, but because of when I was doing it I was only at the time I, I like, like that that's the, that you think that about the because no that's not enough of your humanity in a straight jacket joke alright you good. just don't want to rewrite the fucking joke I'm happy to rewrite the joke I think, I think your perspective on the joke is probably is, is, is definitely and I don't know the place. joke and I don't want and I don't want to be in right. and I, and I know from experience that I don't want to be in the position to Give you actual notes on an actual no, and joke that's not what I'm because what? No, I no, no. I know you're I, not. I know you're the why not. I specifically brought up a joke that I don't do? Yeah, I didn't want to because speak. what happens is if I've ever been in that situation and then the comedian goes, well, what if it's and then they say the thing and you're like, God damn it, that's the thing. But then you go, I can't ever use the joke again because that's not even my fucking punchline. That's his punchline. Okay, okay. And every time I'd say it on stage, now no, that's his joke. It's not even my joke. Even though it's all of my joke, he changed one word. Right. It feels dishonest. Yeah. So. You know, I know that in those circumstances, I just go. You know, you can't give specifics or it ruins it. Or if you take exactly what I said and then say it on stage, then I'm like, well, he's a fraud anyway. Right. Also, it doesn't. I don't like that. I don't like. I, I don't like to take notes from other comics, not because, um, not because I I'm, I don't know if they're not good enough for me, but because it feels fraudulent. Honestly, it stage. feels fraudulent. And then, for me. More than not, what happens is the place I'm trying to get the laugh, because clearly I'm only having the conversation because the joke didn't work that way. Yeah. If somebody's having this conversation, with me, and this has happened a lot. I'd be in like upstate New York, and a guy who has a very, very different type of um, delivery than I do, a very different perspective of the world than I do, and perspective on comedy and everything. And then he would be like, "What?" And he would see like that joke about blah, blah blah blah. And then he goes, "So the place, so like, you know, for me it was like dead right down the line." where I was trying to go and then he would whoop it off right. over here so then the laugh's coming from here and then I'm just like well obviously the joke's not working either way because like, because the laugh's supposed to come from here and that's the that's the universal truth of the joke you're, you're going on your whole thing is another joke yeah I uh so you know to think yeah, that just, somebody else is dead in line with our thought processes it's, it's difficult because people if, if it's one thing if somebody says if somebody says like uh, this is where I think you're going that's another thing. If they're like, "Wouldn't it be better if you went this way?" Right. Because that's a that uh, telling me this is where I think you're going, and you're using the wrong word, or you need to reorganize this, or whatever. That's not the same as "Wouldn't it be funnier if the punchline was this?" And right. Well, what happens? So, there's three. Th- th- one of three things happens when I hear somebody else tell a, tell a setup. Well, one thing happens, but there's three eventualities. When somebody does a setup as a as a comedian and as a comedy viewer. Um, I've written the punchline before they've said the punchline. Right, yes. So he's either going to say what uh, what I said what I said in my head, right there on the spot, and then I know a hundred percent. Doesn't matter how good I am, hundred percent. If he says the thing that's in my head, he didn't put enough work into the joke. Because that's the immediate place my brain goes. Even even as an intelligent and, and comedic mind, I go there. It, you're not good enough. You need to put way more work in the joke. Two. Uh, he says something worse than what I said, and then I'm like, this guy's fucking garbage. Yeah. Uh, or girl. Girls can be garbage, too. I'm all about equality. Or he says something better than... you got to be equal, you gotta be equal yeah. in this world. Or he says, he or she says something better than what I had, and then I'm like... There's a fourth option. That's a comic. The What's fourth, the fourth the option? The fourth option is... They say... Does this happen to you? Yes. Okay. The fourth option. And this is actually the type of comic I like to be the fourth option is I say what you thought you were going to say yeah and then I take it to a place that you didn't take it but I have that as option three because if you say the thing in my head and then leave it there, that's that's different than, than taking it. I so, see then, what you're so it's like it doesn't matter how far down the line you I walk. see. I see I if see. the actual, if the juice is is in the other thing, that's is still it, yeah. oh, it's still part of my option. That's three. three. That's still a part yeah. of my option Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're not. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's one, it's done, and then you I see, see it, something it, else, be like, oh, you know. Right, right, right. The, like yeah. if, I, if if I go somewhere, that's one of the things that I like to do. Is I like to tell the joke that everyone thinks I'm going to tell. and Make a joke about that joke. Yeah. That's why. Which is that's the juice. I don't know. I don't know. That's not. That's a weird. I'm not saying I do it all the time. But it's like you know you just got to squeeze everything out of that lemon. Right. Right. You know it's like we always we we go for the we go for the quick laugh and then we stop. I like to I like to take it just a little bit further. And that's and that's where the real belly laughs come from. I've seen guys you know and they play with the palpability of that moment. If, once you, once you get a piece of a joke to hit so hard, then you gotta fucking stay in there. And you got and that's the hard, that's one of the harder things, and that's, and that's really where the hard work plays out. Is, is figuring out how to stay in there, and not lose that. You gotta stay in that fucking spot. You know? And it's like, and it's tough, and I don't know how to put this in other, but it's like every time you kill on stage, your threshold for killing goes up. Right. So you have something comparable and tangible to say, that's what it is, uh, let's do that or better. Right. Don't do worse than that. And it's like, and if you have, and I, I'm in a position now where there's a portion of my act that kills so much harder than another portion of my act. So, I ne- so you know, I need to work those muscles out or get rid of them. I need to do something so that it matches up. I saw you drop it. I see you, you getting uncomfortable. Did you drop the only thing that could melt? Is that what you did? No, it's a peanut. It's right here. It's fine. If you don't, just don't drop the melty part. I got it all. So, you know, the, the, those. So, it's like, you know, figuring out how to, how to squeeze all the extra juice out of those little things is really where you get to, you get to a spot. I, I was telling. I yeah of course. You're telling a comic book? I was telling a comic that I think that I like the model where. Now by know, the way, is that those, is that what happens to you? When you when you when you when you watch a when you watch your uh, setup? Are you lucky. doing what I'm doing? Are you writing the guy's joke? Yeah, all the time. Okay. It annoys me. So I'm not crazy. No no I think that's what we do as comedians. I mean, part of one of these is like, and and frankly, there has to be there has to have been a time in your life when you heard somebody else's setup and you came up with better punchline. I if think... the I, setup is generic enough that it's like, well, it's, you know... Well, just be tripping, right? Well, I, honestly, I think... I think uh, Gatsby damn near $4. So, right. but I think... Um, I think what I did first was write the same joke as a guy with an hour special on TV as he's saying the setup. I say the punchline, that's the punchline. Now, initially, as a non-comedian, I'm like... But then, as a comedian, you go, nah, that's good, "No, That's not. No, that's disappointing." Yeah. I I want. Right. And if so I'm that's watching, what, if I'm paying, you know, whatever seven ninety nine a month for Netflix, I don't want to hear the same jokes so that that was going to come up. But, and, but then that, and then that's how you understand art in the world. Is you look at a painting, and if, the, and if that guy didn't push the barriers of the medium or of the the movement, then that that doesn't belong in a museum, you know. Yeah. You need to need to be shaking up the artboard. What I was saying is that I like, you know, we uh, the formula is sort of big laugh, then small laugh on the tag. That's sort of the formula. Well what if you could go big laugh, that's what bigger I like laugh. That's what I like. Oh, you're saying most people most people are go big, big laugh, laugh, small, small fizzle, out. fizzle out. Fizzle out. And I think the reason why that is, is because they quit. Because they quit. No, I'll tell you that's not what it is, It's because I think a lot. Tag lines. I, I hate this shit. I hate like analyzing other comics. No, no, no. Or whatever. I love it. Um, I think a lot, of, a lot of tags, a lot of joke tags are just rephrasing the punchline. It's like, yeah, um, I know you said that already. You're saying the same thing again. Yes. And I'm just laughing yes. at it because it was funny. And but and there are punchlines that are um, well. Here's okay. This is the best. These are the best terms. Um, the guy who won in St. Louis. Had infected the crowd with his vessel. Who he right. was as a person, he's a and he's a and he's a one-liner kind of guy. Right. And a had huge spaces. And the spaces create this energy that, like that I've never seen. Right. And I, one yeah, night in one room, just like you said, just your serendipity, the the circumstances of, you know, whatever. Uh, in that room that night, there's he could no one could no one he couldn't have been beaten. Right. I mean, I'd never seen anything like it. He was getting. Huge belly laughs on his setups. Yeah. So at some point, you need to be you, your your setups need to be so crisp and so clean. Because what a setup is supposed to do is supposed to guide the the uh, guide the the listener to a certain direction yeah. so that you can fucking knock the you can knock the pin down. You know, you need to meet them, but you need to send them some direction so that you can shake it up, right? Where did laughs come from? Resonance. You're saying something that's that's undeniably true, that's universal truth, or misdirection, which is also fine. Misdirection is, you know, the, I think those are the mechanisms. I think you know, because mis- because 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 dirty shit is a lot of times just misdirection. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for, and and shock value, which I think falls into misdirection. Sure. So, you know, you want to connect it so that that the point, uh, the, you know, the most the most uh impactful point is where you want to intersect that person once you've set them off in this rocket ship. You want to you want the laugh to explode. So if you're getting laughs on your setups and I think Dave Chappelle's a guy who, who can do yeah. that too where he where his setups are so funny that whatever the next thing he says is gonna fucking be right. out, out of I, bounds. I agree I like I it's comedy is, on I, on another level. That is a great place yeah. to be I uh-huh. yeah. B, you just want the laugh to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, right. if you're and it talent, gets bigger it, because it because you've now boxed it into a context that is that is plausible, believable, and or already funny. It's almost not worth it to do the tag that's not as funny as the Right. unless you're going to go somewhere else right. that's even funnier. Right. Yeah, right. The thing the thing that I find really funny right now that I'm going to try to figure out on this tour is this idea that. Uh, if we just change, okay, so the way we, 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 see, I haven't figured out what it is, but the, the way we view relationships is very weird because the things that we think are gross when young people do them, we find so adorable when an old person is doing them. Because we're putting, the, because we're adding a context that doesn't exist. Like we don't know if this guy's just finger banging this old lady, but we act, we act like you know the thing that they're doing is great because because we want to believe in, in fate, longevity, uh, commitment, monogamy, all those things, right? But then, you know it's like the, the, the movie, the the notebook, It's like I just feel like we should have like the independence. So like, the movie The Notebook is based in this world where this fucking guy. She's gone, man. Right. She has Alzheimer's. She's gone. And this fucking guy comes there every day and reads a book to her. You got nothing better to do with your fucking life than come here and read a book to this lady? This is your whole life? Is the love between you and her? That's beautiful, in, you know, in a in a storybook world. But what kind of life do you lead, sir? That you can't just fucking go get a bagel and just like watch the news or like do you not have a job? Like, what are you doing? What makes you happy? Another person? That's that's flawed. Love. Yes. That's why that. That's why that movie is resonating with people. So it doesn't resonate with people. Nobody knows that kind of love. Do you think our love could make miracles? Nobody knows that love. Do you think our love could take us away together? No. Why does Titanic resonate? When she leaves that fucker in the in the ice? Oh no, it's all about Bill Paxton. Dude, I'm so I'm so sad. I know. You know, you know my favorite thing about Bill Paxton? No, I know. Um, is his his weird relationship with James Cameron. Yeah. He's not a good actor, but James Cameron loves him. Yeah. So he puts him in movies. All the time. Uh, epic movies. Terminator. Aliens. Titanic. True Lies. Right. Titanic. Right. Twister. Right. I didn't realize James Cameron. Might not be Twister. Might not, might might not be Cameron. That might be like the something, you know. But it might be, but it might G- be Jim Cameron. I think I, I think I did the research on this, and I, and I and I was and I was betting that he was gonna have some role somewhere in Avatar. Right. Uh, let's end here, because this is a lot. This is a lot of uh yeah. a lot of content, and I don't know that anybody cares this much right. to listen to us. so It's an hour and a half. It's uh, let's call this episode two of the Adam and Dan Show uh, on Comedy's Best Kept Secret Tour. Uh, it's been fun. We're probably going to contemplate life or just go completely silent as soon as we shut this off. Not sure what's going to happen.